done this bit before and it's still it's funny every it's funny every time it's like fart jokes they are always funny all right welcome everybody to the first episode of the coconut curry formerly known as the wash athlete podcast we've been talking about it for a while but the name has finally changed yes. the coconut purry 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 we're already well, got one messed up right there fire start the coconut curry podcast is off to a start and so is the nfl football season which yes, we are very is. excited to talk about today a lot of interesting games and that's pretty much it. a lot of interesting storylines going on here yeah, a lot going on yeah so week one just started on thursday yes lions chiefs there's a lot that went into that game though because yep. chris jones was not playing travis kelsey was out even though chris jones then ended up being in the stadium which was very weird Watching him just set up in a booth with his two like mob boss lawyers next to him. That was I don't think I've ever seen anyone on a holdout attend the game. Yeah. Like the way he did too. It was very casual. It wasn't like he was on the side holding out and was just like, Yeah, I'm with the team because like contract disputes. He was legit like chilling up in the box. I think he was there because they were doing the banner reveal. He's like, Yeah, I wanted like I I helped raise this banner. Like I deserve to be here, but it's like, dude, no one's telling you not to come. Yeah. (laughs) You're holding out. Yeah. Mahomes is washed. Mahomes is washed. <laughs> we'll get to that eventually with our uh, over and under reactions. Yeah, but Lions take down the Chiefs 21-20. That was a great game. It was, was a great game. It was a great, great start game. to the season because yeah. I feel like you got the Super Bowl uh, champions from last year, Chiefs playing, which always you yeah. want to see. But then you got the Lions, who is next to maybe the Bears and Justin Fields, Listen, everyone's man, favorite team. We're just going to go out there. We're going to bite some kneecaps. We're going to bite some kneecaps. <laughs> we're going to you know play hard. It's a, just Lions way, and that's pretty much like exactly what. Yeah. Lions, everyone loves the Lions for that. Everyone loves Dan Campbell. Um. And so, pretty much, I thought the matchup was really good for uh, Thursday night start of the season. Um, Kadarius Tony, the game was yeah. pretty mid. It was yeah, the lie. game itself, like the result was like exactly what you wanted. You wanted like a scrappy game that like the Lions ended up coming out on top. I want like that's the result you wanted. The game itself was hard to watch. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was bad. the Chiefs receivers, I didn't think that anybody looked at the Giants twenty twenty one slash twenty twenty two receiving cores and were like, yeah, we need that. Yeah. We need all of those guys that can't catch. We're going to put them on the our Chiefs team. saw the Giants model and was like, yes. Yeah. They made works. the playoffs last year. They're, we're going to do it. It's yeah. like, guys, you made the Super Bowl. Stop taking our bad players. What are you doing? Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, Kadarius Tony, He's going to be the next Tyreek Hill. The Giants just didn't know how to use him. Oh, yeah. Richie James had like the highest completion percentage rate or whatever catch weird analytical statistic that people are trying to argue means that he's good meanwhile richie james i think played like two snaps dropped a pass (laughs) Kadarius tony i'm trying to figure out me how my friend (laughs) i'm trying to figure out they thought sky Moore was farther along than he really was because he's got like he clearly has the potential to be good it's just like he is so raw yeah like still Mm -hmm. and they're not giving him the keys like they're running him on like jet sweeps and end arounds and yeah, so it's flat like the, routes. They're not actually like sending him deep. Like, yeah, I don't think I saw Mahomes throw a deep pass to him. Besides they, that play that he dropped at yeah, the end, yep, mm-hmm. um, which was it would have been a hard catch for him to catch. But you're an NFL receiver. But they hit your hands, and there's a lot of those where it's just like, yeah, maybe it would have been a hard catch because even the one that Kadarius Tony dropped at the end of the game when he was wide open, like yeah. he had to turn around for it. But it's like at some point, like Dude. we're not asking you to catch the ball and run another twenty yards. We're asking we're you just to catch, catch the ball, the ball and, and fall right yeah. down right there. Yep. Yeah, because like because the way like the schematics that they like drew up for the receipt, like the routes they had the receivers running Andy Reid and Patrick Holmes are like they are an incredible offensive duo. Yeah, like it's insane. And yet somehow they just found a way to lose that game. And it was so fun to watch. I just like I like Patrick Mahomes like walking out with his like he, he has that like Patrick Mahomes. Walk. It's the trot. Yeah, it's the Patrick Mahomes trot. And every, he just keeps going out like that. I'm like, man's just gonna be let down by his receivers like again and again. Yeah, yeah this he is- goes back out and he's like. 
all right and yeah. he's waddling all around like going all around like shifting his hips like getting yeah. around the ball tosses the ball which kind of reminds me of uh, the tampa bay super bowl a little bit where he's just like chucking all these like decent passes getting away from it like no one's getting separation exactly. people are dropping the ball it's hitting the guy in the face mask yeah and, exactly like, I, who's it was that jared mckinnon that did that like yeah. hit him yeah, in the face? super yeah, bowl yeah. yeah that was when like was patrick bad. mahomes went like sideways and like did all oh, these yeah. things and yeah, it hit yeah. mckinnon in the face and you're just like what are you, what's going the greatest on greatest yeah. incompletion of all time yeah yeah to this day so that felt like the chiefs to me um i think we'll talk about it a little bit later but just like this game, if you're actually like an analyst, this game meant nothing. I don't think the Lions no. really were that impressive. No, they really um, the defense looks good. Because Their offense, we gotta remember they got seven off of the uh the pick drop. Six, yeah. yeah, the pick six. That was not really Mahomes' yeah. fault. Yeah. Um but they got seven off that, so they only scored fourteen points mm-hmm. on the Chiefs defense, who's still like still fine. young. Yeah. And it's not like the Chiefs really like did much that mm-hmm. was good. So yeah. Yeah. um but they'll get Trav back and I I have to believe since Chris Jones was at the game, he, he I think he, he expects, wants to play. Yeah, I yeah. expect that he will be playing for the Chiefs at some point this season. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, the Chiefs have no shot to win the title. Chris Jones yeah. is that good, so um, I expect that to be resolved. But it'll be interesting to see the Lions heading into um, that game. Side note from this podcast: the boys are watching. We're recording this at Sunday at nine seventeen p.m. and they're watching the Giants game. And I'm assuming something not good just happened. Um, just give it a sec. Just we're gonna move on because yeah. there's a flag down right now. Oh, okay. we're gonna, never mind. No, the Giants, they just threw another pick. Okay, uh, currently, it's nineteen nothing. Giants just threw another pick. Um, I am not having a fun night. <laughs> Moving on to Browns Bengals. This is one of the games that it just like that everyone was an everyone ugly game. everyone was on the Browns on the betting like spread yeah. like people like the Browns in this game because of the Browns Bengals like the Browns have always mm-hmm. seen that had the Bengals number mm-hmm. but my god 24 to 3 that was one of the worst games I've ever watched that it was 0-0 for like a quarter mm-hmm. like this is the NFL what are we doing and they've got Jamar Chase Joe Mixon T Higgins um Joe Burrow and they were a pretty good team last year and the year before obviously they went to the Super Bowl and they just had no answer for the for the for the Browns. Yeah, like the Browns, they're not that good. Like, yeah, they have Nick Chubb. They have a good offensive line. They have Amari Cooper and like the, Brown, the Browns. Deshaun are good, Watson. The Browns are, Browns are a good team. Like, I could argue that they're like a sleeper team that could possibly sneak into the playoffs if mm-hmm. they have a good season. But if you had told me before the game started, the Browns handled the Bengals. I would have been like, "Wow, Deshaun Watson came back. Like he he's back to his old self." Yeah, Deshaun, extremely mid game. Like. 150 something yards i think like an interception and he and genuinely threw the worst pick i've ever seen in my life <laughs> he was rolling to his left was trying to do the aaron Rodgers sidearm throw throws it 10 yards down the field directly to a defender with no one within 10 feet of it a eli apple would have dropped it though eli apple would have obviously dropped <laughs> yeah. that but that went like you couldn't have an easier catch like that in practice like that dude stood still caught a pass <laughs> like it was horrible i think I think this game told me that Deshaun Watson is not going to ever get back to his old self. No, because I think I that, like that old self, I think, is gone. Because it's not like the Bengals defense is like super terrifying that like I would have been like, well, that's the reason he played bad today. Like, yeah. he, like last good, year, I, but last year I chalked it up a little bit to like, you know, he hasn't played in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, he had the yeah. whole offseason. They had training camp mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And when you come out today and your team still your team dominates the Bengals on the scoreboard, but you didn't do anything super impressive yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like. I think the Browns are going to have to try to think of a way to like get a, get away from yeah. Deshaun Watson or cut the contract. Well, that's a two hundred million dollar guaranteed yeah. contract. Yeah, I, so know. I don't know if you're really getting away from that. You're not getting away. You're just going to keep hoping. Yeah, hope he Wait, has those moments. Three hundred. It's two. it's a lot of money. A lot of money. It's, it's 
an absurd amount of money. Yeah. So um, Bengals need to bounce back. This is part of the problem when you don't play people during preseason. What, mm-hmm. I mean, they got injured during Joe yeah. Burrow got injured during training camp. Not yep. his fault, but you don't get in rhythm. And the only thing I'll say on the Bengals end, and we'll talk about this again a little bit later in our over and under reactions, is just if you're the Bengals and you start off the year this way, the AFC is loaded and your conference is not easy. And you're already you need every single. Yeah. And it's, you're already down 0 to 1. And you just hope that you don't. This doesn't like last year they started 0 and 2 and they or they started like 1 and 3 or something like they didn't start off well. And the AFC is really tight this year. Like getting a wild card spot is going to be like you have the Chiefs and the Chargers in the same division yeah. fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah. The Bills, Dolphins and um, Jets. The Jets are going to all be there. So I mean, hey, the Patriots give the Eagles a run for their money today. Yeah. Yeah. So you are like you have to very much be careful and to lose a game to the Browns to start off the season is mm-hmm. not what you want. So they have to go back to the drawing drawing board a lot and mm-hmm. figure that out. And yep. it's also with the side note that T Higgins is not coming back at the end of the year. No. And he had a very bad game today. Yeah. So I think that like obviously, obviously fantasy owners are very heartbroken. Raj had him on his fantasy team that he actually needed him on whatever. Zero but... receptions, zero catches, zero yards. Donut. <laughs> okay uh, okay it's my 50 dollar league too okay but um i completely lost what i was saying yeah so i think with t higgins it's gonna be cool because obviously you can only you have you have to pay jamar chase like you have to yeah. tyler boyd i think is already on a team friendly contract so like there's nothing yeah really he's like to- and he's like a perfect like he's gonna stay on the Bengals forever the only way he wouldn't stay on the Bengals is if some other team like tossed him a bag like yeah. i kind of think like the patriots who are like I can see them just randomly. Maybe Tyler Boyd could be a number one receiver in the right situation. For some reason. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a mercenary bid. It's going to be the highest bidder. Mm -hmm. It's going to be able to get him. And that's going to, that is going to, that could change a team. Yeah. And what terrifies me is that the chiefs might get him, And Mm -hmm. that really, really scares me. And if if Justin Ross and T Higgins get on the same team again, like, like on 2019 Clemson, I'm going to (laughs) scream. (laughs) Touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. Giants are now down a billion. I love my life. I'm going to say it right here. Giants on the money line. You are a moron. I told you not. I will not. place a dollar on it right now if you do. If you place Wait, dollar, Giants money it. line? Yeah. yeah. Wait, I thought you were saying spread. Wait, hang on. No, no, what? No, Giants money line. You're a moron. It's free. It's You are paying place I, place I, right I, I want to make it very clear. I said last year that the Jaguars money line, it was free during the Jaguars Chargers game, and I didn't bet it. And I lost a ton of, I could have made a ton of money. I sat here in this living room or family room, whatever you want to call it. And I said that I should bet the Jack, the Jaguars. And I was not 20, I was not 21. So you couldn't couldn't, legally do it. I couldn't legally do it. And I did. So I didn't have, I didn't even reach out to anyone. And I will always regret that decision. Well, currently it's 26 to nothing. Oh my God, dude, that wasn't a pick. Oh my God. It is, it is a tough look. They just replayed the interception that the drive started on for the Cowboys and it bounced off of the turf. And I don't know why they didn't replay it, but I'm going to lose my mind. Got to challenge that. Anyway. Um, moving on to Ravens, Texans. I don't want to spend too much time on this because I think that ugly is game. Exactly like, what happened. Whatever. Fun fact. This is scoregami. There's never been a score of 25 to 9, 25 to nine has never in happened. NFL history. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, you don't really see 25 a lot. That's like a very strange. No, it's a very score. weird score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to point out CJ Stroud, clean game, no interceptions, uh, decent passing rating, mm-hmm. like all around. So that's cool to see. Um, I the thing I was most concerned about CJ Stroud was that he was going to toss a lot of interceptions and 
and whatnot. So. How many did he throw today? Yeah, zero. Oh, he no, he's, oh. He's, oh, that was Bryce Young. Bryce Young yeah, two. two. Yeah, he was a clean game. J.K. Dobbins, unfortunate ACL injury. <sighs> That's so sad. I feel so bad. He just for doesn't him. play. In the, he just he wants to play, but he can't. He just keeps getting hurt. Yeah, it's really unfortunate, especially as you think about like the Mid-40 rushing attack for the Ravens. You think about Lamar getting his new contract, and you're like, okay, let's move mm-hmm. off Lamar in the rushing game. Let's have him pass more. Give the ball to J.K. more on that running game, and you have a dual threat like yep. um, read option. And now it's just like your best running back is gone for the year, and you're probably going to rely on Lamar to run again and. Their backup looked okay, but I mean, again, like this, this really isn't, this is kind of like a footnote in today because it's like, it was just like an ugly game. Nothing really to write home about. Lamar didn't have a great game, but like he didn't have to have a great game because the Texans are yeah. bad. So, yep. It's not really exactly. Good. I mean, I think 16 points. I don't know what the spread was opening the game, but like if you told me that the final score was like what the final score of the Ravens Texans game would have been, I would have predicted something along this line. Yeah. So, yeah. Quick game. I did want to spend a little bit of time, though, on the Bucks vikings game. That was a weird game. Th- yeah, this game <laughs> was super weird. So, like, I mean, obviously, you can't watch every game in real time. So yeah. I went back and looked at the game highlights and looked at the box score. Yeah. Um. First of all, I love the art for Baker Mayfield. Just he like, is he is such he has like the Western gunslinger vibe yes. of like he shows up in a town. He makes it like his own. And then eventually he gets ran out of that town, goes to a new town, makes it his own. He gets ran out there. And now he's in Tampa. He's doing his gunslinging again. And he's what, dropping his head to get first downs yeah. in the fourth quarter. And I like, love that he doesn't have anyone behind him that is any at all threatening. Like It's Baker's no. job for the year. Hey, hey, and hey. Kyle Trask. It's, no disrespect. They would have already played Kyle Trask. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's Baker's job for the year, and he can do what he wants with it. And that makes me like, I'm just excited that he has like the full season I, of runway. A hot take. I like Baker. Like I know he's not good, but I like he's him. funny. He's fun. Like I like him. He's just like he's kind of just like a big jock that like puts his head down and runs through people. And like I just like that because and he's kind of an ass sometimes, yeah. but I like that. Like and he's, since, just, he's, and since he's been a journeyman, I think he has this like low key maturity to him. He's that, he's like, humble now. Yeah, he's like humble like, in press conferences yeah. and stuff. But when he's on the field, he's still like flexing when he like runs down into someone i'm like yeah. i like that yeah he got ragdolled by a dude on the vikings but he still got the first down got up immediately started chirping him. yep <laughs> like without hesitation nearly started a fight i love it like i might watch more bucks games this year because i want to schedule because like, i like watching baker yeah, exactly they might blow the game they might lose by 40 i don't care i like watching yeah. him. i'm sorry jacob's team putting up 29 points today is crazy oh that's rough um so but this is stereotypically how you lose a football game if you're the Vikings and you're the better team. Yep. You have three turnovers, two fumbles by your quarterback yep. in the first quarter, yeah. and then you throw a red zone interception, and that's just the perfect way of losing a football game when you're by far the better team. Because if you look at the game highlights and just the stuff, you're like, Justin Jefferson had a good game. Kirk Cousins threw for 300 yards, and you scored 17 points on the Bucks, which are not like a great defense, but it's because you turned the ball over three times. Yep, because they just lose possessions that they could have scored on. Yep. Because it's a three-point game. You easily, if your red zone interception turns into a touchdown and you get field goals on the other two plays, we're talking about you covering the spread yeah. and beating the Bucs. And now you're losing. Now you're losing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's, that was, everybody was so high in the Vikings, like all these sports analysts. They were like, the Vikings are easily going to win this division. Meanwhile, it's like, they looked like ass against the Giants. Yeah. yeah. They, they, like, yeah, they were putting up points against like mm-hmm. a very young and bad yeah. Giants defense in the playoff game. And they, they didn't work it out, and they got worse in the offseason. Their defense looks bad. 
Yeah. It's not good. But I will say, this does not mean the Bucks are good. Because no. They put God, them- no. I want to make yeah. that very clear. The Bucks are very, very bad. This is not complimenting the Bucks at all. This is just that the Vikings are not as good as people, yeah. th- people say. I think the Bucks need to do this thing where they try to sell at the trade deadline a little bit because they have some really good pieces defensively, mm-hmm. but their team is not good enough. Mike Evans is not coming they back. They need to just rebuild. Next yeah. year. They so need to rebuild. I think they really should try to ship off some p- play- pieces to like contenders and mm-hmm. try to get like a first or a second. Um, for a team like the Eagles, if you're trying to trade one of your linebackers away, the Eagles mm-hmm. could really use that, like get a first or a second. Oh wow! Um, so you just you just want the Eagles to just get everybody? I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, we Lovely. need to sell our soul for but, a ring. Uh-huh. But um, I think the Bucks should really start to like sell people away because mm-hmm. it's just not they're not a good team. Even like scoring 20 points in the Vikings, unless their defense massively improved, and I'm unaware about it. Um, that's just not. I mean, impressive. Devin White requested a trade at the beginning and then like stopped. But then he played that? well. He played well today. So he I'm did. just like, yeah, so, I was like well, so I guess he's happy. I guess, I guess he just fine. wants to play football. Yeah. Um, shout out to Jordan Addison. He had a decent game, mm-hmm. like catching some balls, he had a good like, game. getting involved. In Hit product, not a USC yes, product. Absolutely. I hate that the NFL always pushes that. He won the Blitnikoff, so that's the best receiver in the country at Pitt. He is a Pitt product. Yep. So shout out Jordan Addison. Um, I think I had a little fun duo there with Justin Jefferson. Jordan Addison's a really and Dangerous. 17 i don't remember his name that's that's on me um he also had a good game i know who you're talking about too you know exactly because just... it's eight it's 17 18 and then um three but 17 mm. is kj osborne kj Os- yes yeah. Yeah. KJ good osborne. pull i he always slips my mind but he he's a much like bigger receiver mm. than justin jefferson and jordan addison and i think they have like a really good like one two three there yeah where justin jefferson is the clear like X number one wide receiver, but then you have a like a good jump ball receiver in KJ. It's, it's just a shame the quarterback <laughs> is Look, aggressively mid. Yes. I, I was waiting for you to, to just say that he's bad. No, you're right. He is aggressively mid. And it, you know I it today exactly shows like you have one interception in the red zone, not great, but one interception is fine. But then you have two fumbles, one on just a mishandle off the snap, and then another one you just get steamrolled, but you don't hold on to the football, and that's yeah. just it's that's what mid quarterbacks do. They just like they turn. They can have games where they like. He lost the game for the Vikings today. Next week he, he they'll lose against the Eagles. But the week afterwards he might have like a perfect okay, game where he throws four hundred ma- yards and no turnovers. And you'll be like he'll be dancing with his chains and shotgun and beers. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, he's not shotgun and beers. He's a family man. Oh, exactly. okay, my bad. Yeah, exactly. you're right. For anybody wondering, the quarterback documentary came out. It's on Netflix, and uh, we got to like follow the. We got to follow Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and. Marcus Marcus Mariota and uh, Kirk cut what we found out is that um, Patrick Mahomes is like the exact same person he is on TV dog dog Um, Marcus Mariota very very humble very chill guy would love to meet him Uh, Kirk Cousins is uh, your friend's white dad yeah like you've met Kirk Cousins (laughs) yeah he he treats his NFL career like it's a nine-to-five I don't blame him for it I don't blame him you got you got a bag he does um Falcons Panthers. Um, I love. I think I love the Falcons because they, they are do insane. not because they do not care about Desmond Ritter at all. No, they're like, nope. and they just are like, we're gonna go full into the Bijan and Tyler Algier, yeah. like running run out the, the back, rock. yeah. And I love it. I think yeah. it's so fun because they had last year. They had the fourth best running mm. running so, game. Yeah. I think they had Algier like very, and uh, Patterson. Well, yeah, because well, their offensive line was also really good. That's true. At, at least run game wise, I think <laughs> pass wise, I think they're really yeah. bad. But they are just like, you know what? Screw it. We were good at the run. Get us another running back. We are running the ball more. <laughs> and they're if they're not running the ball, they're throwing it to people in the backfield. Yep. Um, they have no regard, and they have some actually pretty big receiver targets downfield, like Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Uh, and, uh, Kyle, I'm so, I hate. <laughs> 
I don't hate Kyle Pitts. I want to make that clear, but oh my God, I'm so tired of hearing every single fantasy guru say, you got to draft Kyle Pitts. He's going to get the targets this year. I promise. And he never does. Well, the, pro- the problem is now, season. if you want to draft Kyle Pitts, it's like you got today just indicated they're just going to run the ball. A lot they're going to run the rock because it works with Arthur Smith as their coordinator. Like that's what they're going to do. Yep. And I mean, that doesn't leave many touches open for anybody else. Yeah. So all three of their touchdowns today were Algier or Bijan. So no other person is catching touchdowns. Desmond Ritter threw 14 passes. Um, so that's not great. I mean, he's 11 for 14. That gets the job done. Yeah, but He's like Jimmy Garoppolo in that mm-hmm. one playoff game. At w- <laughs> some point this year, though, I'm wondering where they're going to give Ritter more than 14. Like, they're gonna eventually, I think eventually they will. Because they're eventually going to have to... They have to be dynamic eventually. They're going to have to try to get him up. Number one, they can win the division because the division is so bad. Oh, yeah. So they have to try to do that. Because they win the division this because running backs burn out easy. Mm-hmm. But if they win the division this year with Bijan, is 100% worth the draft pick because of the extra money and attention the Falcons will get. Oh, it yeah. Would, it would be worth it in one year financially. Oh, yeah. Um, also, Falcons defense, low-key, good? Maybe, potentially. Uh, also, yeah. Panthers just might be bad, but we'll Maybe, see. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's what, what was weird about the Panthers is just like on the one side, you had like Desmond Ritter who like just playing a mid-game, like the hold, put the brakes, like put the brakes in the... Um, what are they call training wheels on him? Mm-hmm. But then Bryce Young throws 38 passes. Yeah, 38 passes. <laughs> and uh, apparently his number one receiver is Jesse Bates. Yes. The safety for the Falcons. Because <laughs> <laughs> he threw the exact same pass twice to Jesse Bates. Two interceptions, uh, pretty much a 50% completion rate. N- not the game you would have hoped. No. For him. Um, now, fortunately, when you're that good in college, you no one's like leaving this game. No going one. Out. Yeah. I don't think anybody's worried about Bryce Young. I think it's just that he is young yeah um but you know he's clearly very intelligent and you know he threw the two picks like yeah it's an nfl defense like you're gonna throw two picks but i don't think anybody's worried right now also carolina offensive line (laughs) and where are the targets uh don't worry adam thielen's corpse is out there (laughs) (laughs) jonathan mingo is pretty good and dj moore is not on the team anymore oh thank god (laughs) um so that's very good for uh bryce young but definitely an interesting storyline like that i'm curious to see how he plays next weekend yeah um falcons are clearly better than the panthers so um they're i guess the team to beat i think they're the team to beat right now in the in that division because who yeah. is it it's tampa bay it, it would be otherwise it'd be the saints and we'll talk about the saints in a minute uh, Derek carr was playing a little suspect today but all right we just moved to that game yeah, um I mean, yeah. raiders bronco not was my bad saints they pretty much <laughs> had the, thinking raiders because of car <laughs> yes and pretty much the scores of the game were the exact same saints take down the oh, titans yeah. 16 to 15 and what i would like to call a mid-off yeah, yeah. they were fine like it was just like the titans just made stupid mistakes and then they just like lost like, but like they don't have any dynamic players on yeah. their team so like well DeAndre Hopkins was getting seat belted by Marshawn Lattimore yeah, yeah. The entire game Lattimore's really good Lattimore's very good so that makes sense and you got kind of like a half washed up Hopkins going in against the best corner with a new quarterback who is mm-hmm. mid yeah so yeah and, and oh Chris Olave is good Chris Olave is good yep. still intact is good so slant boy caught a pass today oh yeah Michael Thomas caught a couple he caught like five or six maybe I'm surprised like he didn't pull a hamstring yet but okay <laughs> yeah so i guess it's a good win for the saints um there's not much to say much to learn from the game because again i think the titans are like uh there's 17 games in a season right so like yep are the titans like seven and nine eight and eight and yeah, then the yeah. Like, saints are like maybe a nine and eight team yeah mm-hmm. like so They're fine 16 to 15 also a really weird score yeah um so that's that game but um in terms of in terms of saints 
Panthers for the uh, Saints Falcons for the division. Who do you think's got the edge of the division? I think mm, Saints. I think, I think have, have a low. Okay, Saints have a lower f- f- or higher floor. Falcons have a higher ceiling. Yes, I could definitely because if 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 Desmond Ritter actually can be somewhat decent, he's got the weapons on offense and their defense looks solid. Mm. But I think the Saints just like they have a lot more experience everywhere. Like their defense is a lot older, a lot more vets out there. They have like they have been proven to be very good. And you have somebody like Derek Cargo in there, and he did have a couple car moments where he just <laughs> threw up a terrible pass. But um, he. Like if he was able to like get in sync with his receivers, he has Chris Olave, he has Michael Thomas. Eventually, when Alvin Kamara comes back, he's got Kamara. They've got um, uh, Williams from Detroit. Mm-hmm. I forget his first name. Jamal, um, Jamal Williams. Thank you. Um, so I think great, they, great interview guy. Oh, he's awesome. I love <laughs> that guy. But yeah, I think they definitely have like the higher floor. They're going to be more consistent. I feel like. But if the Falcons go on a run, they could be a hard team mm-hmm. to beat. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. Falcons can get really creative with that offense, but like mm-hmm. you said, it's like they've eventually got to open up the pass Drake London, Kyle Pitts pass game to pair with that they need to. backfield, and if they don't, they're going to be really predictable. Because then it's just like, okay, we're going to stack the box with nine people. You only yep. have six people. Especially for a Saints team mm-hmm. that can play against the Falcons, which that might end up, those two games could decide those because if you go two and zero in those games, it might and decide a, a division. Saints front seven is very good. Yeah, yes. so like, so. and if you're going to be able to just load the box and play one-on-one with like mm-hmm. Lattimore and London one-on-one and Lattimore wins that battle. Then yep. suddenly you're in a position where you can get away with playing man defense and load the box and exactly. then stop the run. Exactly. So, um, yep. Definitely like a, just, a, I saw the saints and Titans end at 16, 15. I was like, it's exactly what I expected. Yeah. The saints a, and Titans just game a end up low scoring game, low scoring, boring game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about that real quick. I guess Derek Carr is like, okay in the saints he's one to know in the saints jersey but yeah, i just i think fine to be honest maybe it's how Derek carr wants it. i just feel like Derek carr has become a lot less interesting since going to the saints like i once he got traded yeah. i was like wow that's kind of when once he got moved on from that i was like oh that's kind of interesting and then i was just like i don't really care anymore and then the saints play today and not one part of me was like oh i wonder how Derek carr is playing like i don't yeah, even know like, what his stats yeah. are yeah i don't even know either think something it was it wasn't anything crazy you threw like just one maybe two picks yeah but it was like fine i mean yeah. obviously he threw a lot to alave i think mm-hmm. alave had like 180 yards receiving oh, wow yeah. that um and they only scored 16 points uh yep yeah they couldn't really get in the end zone and they yeah. couldn't get the run game going either yeah they couldn't get the run game going really um uh that's the shock me. yeah like jamal williams best run was the last run of the game yeah it was where he ran for like five yards mm-hmm. and got the first down and they just yeah. made it Commanders Cardinals. Um, yeah. Sam, Sam Howell is the truth. Dude, he's the truth. He threw like four picks. <laughs> he threw like one. It was a bad pick. It was, okay. really it was pick. worth it wasn't four. four picks. It was worth four. I'm a Sam Howell guy, okay? Bro, it was against Arizona. They traded everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what this means in terms of like, are the Cardinals better than we thought or are the Commanders just not good at all? Um. Well, so Commanders defense good like they are yes. very very good um yes yeah, so let's see uh yeah he had an okay game it was 202 one touchdown one pick yeah 70 77 rating 61 completion that's like literally aggressively mid yeah, yeah. maybe one more touchdown would be like truly mid but like yeah yeah, yeah but he that was like an aggressively mid game i just like clowning on him because yeah. he's a commander As you sh- yeah you should but um yeah i think 
Commander's defense looks really good. Emmanuel Forbes, their rookie corner, was playing very well. Mm-hmm. I think it's I, I mean, I think as a rookie corner, just to kind of go into like a veteran defense, yeah, um, is like pretty easy. But like he was clearly playing very well. Um, the commander's front four is disgusting. Um, every single person on there, I think, is at least 270 pounds and athletic, yes. which is terrifying. Um, and they were just mauling the Cardinals all game. But the fact that they the Cardinals even put up 16 surprised me. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, like, are the commanders, like, not that good? Or are the Cardinals... Because I'm going to be honest. I think people have been dogging on the Cardinals, like, a little bit too much. I'm not saying they're not going to be a bad Look, team. Look, with, with um, oh, Joshua Dobbs at quarterback. I mean, yeah. Well, I think that... Out. I just think, like... I mean, I'm going to defend Josh Gannon a little bit here, which is hard for me to do as an Eagles fan and how last year... Oh, ended. I mean, I think the with the Cardinals' defense, with the weapons that they had... Th- which that they didn't trade away yet. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, there was a big, there was a sack. The, of course, the Giants got sacked. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but I think with the, with the tools that they still have in that defense, I think they did a solid job. I mean, you help. I mean, you're holding an NFL team to 20 points. Like yeah. that's like with how like high scoring some of these games have been over the past like five years. Yeah. Like that's a pretty solid game mm-hmm. for a defense. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I think Josh Gannon's got a lot of stuff because especially he had like the. I want guys who have like fire in their belly. Oh god, like he that. can he can't motivate me to eat a ham sandwich. Yeah. Like holy <laughs> but, crap, it's insane. So I'm curious to see how this plays out this year because obviously the Cardinals have Kyler Murray who's hurt. But if they're the worst team in the league, they can draft Caleb Williams. And if they're the second worst team in the league, they can draft Drake May. And maybe if they're the third worst team in the league, they can draft Shadur Sanders. So that's a bold Ooh. move. Actually, <laughs> so. no, Shadur Sanders, he's the truth. Him and Travis. Also, if you're not drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. Over I, him, I agree. You are insane. I, I agree. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but um, they have options at quarterback. So now I'm just curious, like how they'll finish out for the year, because mm-hmm. not a lot of teams today made arguments for being <laughs> like one of the worst teams in the league. What? Let's see. What? Shank. The- okay. Update for everyone. So we're, we're, the Giants kicker, he shanked it very far left. We literally just extended him so, like two days ago. So what, so what we're talking about is uh, Giants are down 26-0, kind of heading into halftime. Everything's going wrong. They kick the field goal to get three points and just shank it left. So currently, I love being a Giants fan. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's enough Commanders Cardinals talk. Please. I, I'm so done. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. Oh, Jags Colts. I like this game. This is yeah. fun to watch. It is a fun game to watch. And I kind of don't know what it my takeaway is because the score does not reflect this game no yeah the jags won by 10 but this game might as well have been a once one point game yeah because anthony richardson looked good mm-hmm. like actively good against a pretty solid jags defense um who what's what was the eagles coordinator that's coaching them now um doug Steichen. oh oh, oh are you talking jags? about the colts Colts. Shane Steichen. Yeah, Shane Steichen. Yes. I forgot that they're both ex-Eagles. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> yeah, the, boy, the boys are around the place. <laughs> yeah, the boys are buzzing. But um, yeah, Shane Steichen, he... Because wasn't he the one that like essentially made Jalen Hurts into... Well, not like made Jalen yeah, Hurts, yeah, but, but he, like he... I mean, he was there the entire time. Yeah. He was able to like unlock Jalen Hurts' potential yep. and really like build him up. I think, I mean, looking at Anthony Richardson, he looks like a modern Cam Newton. I know it's going to be a hot take. I know everybody's going to be rolling their eyes and saying, oh, my God, it's been one game. I understand. Uh, here right. we go again. We are in the sports industry business. We need to overreact to get clicks, okay? But <laughs> listen, I'm I'm telling you now. Put the, that on a poster. Yeah, put that on a poster. We're here to overreact. That's our job. 
So I really think the way because he looked raw, he made some bad throws, he threw a bad pick. Like there's a lot of stuff, but seeing him be able to run past people, run like into a defensive tackle and not have that dude able to take him to the ground and then also be throwing bombs down the field. That is terrifying. Mm -hmm. That is genuinely terrifying in a division that is already bad. I could see the Colts figuring this out because their defense looks really good because they were shutting down the Jags for most of that game. And like they had like a, I think there was one, there was like one that that was like a little bit weird where it was like, uh, everybody thought it was an incomplete pass, but then it ended up being like a fumble that somebody recovered. It was something really, it was some very odd play that was returned for a touchdown. But I do think that the Colts defense did look very, yeah. And then you had the, you had the Ridley show in the first half and then he did kind of like nothing in the second half. Yeah. They shut him down. mm -hmm. So I think that like as a first game, like you kind of look at the second half and look at that a little bit more. Um, I do like what Trevor Lawrence said to Anthony Richardson at the end of the game. And he was like, you're great, but like, be careful about taking those hits, man. <laughs> that was the biggest thing watching that game. Cause I was watching red zone and one of the announcers was talking and like, once they cut the audio into like, like, cause it's like red zone. So it's like, sometimes they don't have the audio synced up, but then once they cut to the actual audio of the game, the announcer goes, Wow, I'm really worried about Anthony Richardson taking all these hits as he is like getting tackled, and then he doesn't get up. And we're like, "Oh my god, you've got to be kidding me! Don't tell me he's like he's already hurt off rip." It's the Colts QB curse. It really is. Well, because they had to bring in Gardner Minshew for I think a couple yeah, drives had, or something. Or... It was the last. Yeah, I'm still pissed about that. It was yeah. But it was because he wanted them to cover. But um, it cost me fifty five dollars. It is very, very true. I think Trevor Lawrence is very right in that sense. I think that's what derailed Cam Newton's career. I think that is what happened to RG three to yeah. Andrew Luck. It's not, it's not about like that. He's gonna get hit, and he's like not like a Tua situation where he's gonna get this head injury or these concussions. Or no, he's, he's just gonna, gonna digress over time. But it's like the wear and tear over time that yes. you're concerned about, and it's very easy to in your beginning of your career just to go out and try to ball and make those plays. Because, yeah. um, I mean, listen, I'll get his name out there. Cam Newton, one of the most popular athletes in the world for a short period of time. but A short period of time. But you want to make sure that you last a lot longer. Someone like Patrick Mahomes, who does the crazy... Signed like a 10-year contract. Does the crazy yeah. things, has a 10-year contract, and no one's doubting that guy for years mm-hmm. and years and years to come. Same thing like with Joe Burrow, who can, again, do... He does a lot more, like, not flashy things, but, again, is going to be around for a long time. So... I hope to see Anthony Richardson throughout the year yeah. develop into a He's quarterback. really fun to watch. Yeah, I hope he develops into a quarterback where we say, oh, this is um, – he's going to be a guy who can sit in the pocket and play those pocket games, and then when he needs to get outside the he pocket – He can just scramble and he can, he can run. Do that. Yeah, um, and then like in desperate situations, he's also 245 pounds and 6'4 and can lay the boom if he needs to. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. So um, fun game though. Um, Jaguars took care of business at the end of the day. Yeah, they won. It's really, really good to see Calvin Ridley back on the field. He yes, is so is. good. I am so happy that he's back. And I think uh, he looks so much better. Like, he mm-hmm. looks significantly better than he did at Atlanta. Yeah. And I think that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Because he was always like, oh, he's the number two to Julio Jones. But now he's like, he is the number one receiver on that team, hands down. Yeah. There's a lot of players I'm really happy for today. Mm-hmm. Um, who played well, and they'll come a little bit in, at the end of our week one breakdown. But one of those players is Calvin Ridley, where like, yeah, I get it, the suspension was his fault, but he's a really, really good receiver. And mm-hmm. now he's on a good team with a good quarterback. And I'm excited to see mm-hmm. them play throughout the year, because even I mean, fantasy is not everything, but he was not a top receiver on like fantasy or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, 
he's that guy. He had a lot of points today. He's a dog. Yeah. Um, and he's got a good team, and that division is aggressively mid. We keep using the word aggressively mid, but it is <laughs> but aggressively mid. It's it's the NFC South and AFC South yep. are both their mid. And the Jaguars can win that division with ease and yes. um, rack up a lot of wins. So we'll see how it goes. A game that I don't think many oh, well, boy. The national media was all over the Steelers plus two and a half on this game. <laughs> And the 49ers went into Acrisure Stadium in Pittsburgh, PA. And took and a big old dookie on the yep. middle of the field. <laughs> like, it, that, wasn't, it wasn't close from the first quarter, and it wasn't close to the end of the fourth quarter. There was not one point in that game where you said, the Steelers are going to win this game. Nope. There was not a single snap of that ball that had me thinking, you know what? The Steelers have a shot. Yeah. The second that the 49ers started playing, it was, oh. They're going to win. They're just a lot better. <laughs> like this, this team is a lot better. Yeah, because you're right. Because the national media, like, of course, living in Pittsburgh, I have a lot of family from Pittsburgh. I love the Steelers. I am a Giants fan through and through. I love the Steelers because they, like, they're a very passionate fan base. But sometimes they can lean into a little bit of the delusional fan base. <laughs> and, oh, my God, if I hear another Steelers person say, you know what? They're just dogs, man. You don't get it. You can't have Mike Tomlin be an underdog at home. This is the first time they're going to be opening at home in like 10 years. You don't get it, man. The 49ers, they're rusty. They're going to come in. And I'm just sitting here thinking, so the 49ers have one of the best defenses in the league. You're going up against a very young Pittsburgh offense. And Brock Purdy, before he got hurt, was leading one of the best offenses in the league. Yep. How are the Steelers going to win this game? And I, I was thinking, I was like, how are they going to win this game? How are they going to win this game? And then, but everybody's saying they're going to win. So I'm like, okay, I guess it's going to be a dog fight. And then Chris McCaffrey ran for like 70 yards. And I was like, okay, no. that's not going to happen today. It was just, you try to stay away from what the national media is always saying, because sometimes oh it's just a lot of like talking. But there was a very large consensus around sports. People Take who know the football. Steelers to minus two and a half. It's plus free. Two and a half, yeah. Or plus uh, yeah. yeah, there's a very big uh, people were like, they're either going to win the game or they're going to keep it extremely close. And it just was never close the whole way through. And yeah. I mean, I feel like this Brock Purdy story is just getting like blasted all over the place. But the guy is good at football. Like there's it's just. Yeah, like, I, of course, you two are Eagles fans. But like, I feel like I feel like you have like a sense of like a respect for him because oh, it's I like, do, yeah, yeah, it's, I yeah, yeah. Because I, I think honestly, I think everybody really does. Because like there was a point where I was like, OK, maybe he's like a little bit overrated. But it's the fact that he just keeps being good. It's like, <laughs> like, I don't know what to say because it's like everyone's like, dude, he's not that good. He doesn't really make that like many good throws. He just throws check down. It's like, yeah, you know who they also said that about? Brady. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, even if he keeps throwing checkdowns, like he's winning. And they, they want to be like he's a system quarterback. Like the 49ers have been kicking people's ass with Rock Purdy at quarterback. So like it doesn't yeah. matter. And also he by the way, he can throw deep balls. Yeah. I want to make that very clear, but when you don't have to throw a deep ball and it's a lot less risky to throw a shorter pass and it's working, why wouldn't you do that? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a home run every single time because it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just keep going. Yeah, I mean going into this year too, the narrative with the 49ers is like well, it'll really depend on how Brock Purdy plays at quarterback, and that might be the reason. Like, it might be the Eagles or the Cowboys over the 49ers. and and the Steelers' defense was good. The Steelers, they are good. They are objectively they are good. TJ Watt had three sacks today. Yeah. they are good. The, like the only thing about the 49ers that I'm kind of worried about is a right tackle who's bad. Yeah, but I think he's a rookie. But he is, yeah. But again, it's like horrible matchup for him in week one. Like, yeah, dreadful. literally one of the best edge rushers in the league. Like that was insane of all time. Like uh, yeah, like Ooh. he's on track. Um, I mean, well, he already tied the sack record. So, That's I mean, true. 
But he, yeah, he is. That was a terrible matchup. I felt so bad for that guy. But um, it was very, very obvious that like the Steelers defense historically has been good, has been good for the past couple of years. It's always been the offense has been the issue. But the fact that Rock Curdy just carved them up and Chris McCaffrey obviously is being Chris McCaffrey. Like he's yep. running for a thousand yards and like which catching. I'm, which I'm happy to see because yeah. through some of the injuries and being yes. on the Panthers, it was like, Oh, oh, he man, might be washed. Kind of like, yeah, this is he... another running back that's going to kind of end out of the league a little bit early, yeah. and that's just not the case. Yeah, he because it generally just seems like he was like it was just the wear and tear on his body from physically carrying the entire Panthers organization for multiple years was just like getting to him, and it's like, oh well, we'll trade him, and then he gets on a good team. And then he starts looking like his old self. And it's like, hmm, maybe when you don't have to take a hit from a 280-pound defensive lineman every single play, and you get out in the open field, you can actually be good. Indeed. A game that I kind of feel passionate about, Raiders-Broncos. Are you serious? (laughs) What? Bro, this game. Wait, you actually watched this game? I don't know what happened in that game. I couldn't tell you a single thing about this game. I didn't watch a lot of the game. The but Raiders just even won. looking at the score, I'm just like 17-16. After all this talk in the offseason <laughs> from the Broncos and all the Sean Payton's going to bring everyone, it's going to be great. Our defense, if if we our offense scored 18 points, we would be yeah, they'd be like, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the whatever the stat today. was, yeah. But all this kind of stuff, and the Broncos come up today on a not good Raiders team and put up 16 points at home. With Sean Payton back in the fold, with everybody there, the only guy who's not there is Jerry Judy, and just, just not good. You're down zero and one now. I mean, granted, the whole division, besides the Raiders, are leading the division right now, so that's good. But I just, I think if the, you're the Broncos, this is just a really, really bad situation for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a be- horrible game to watch, um, but. To have the Raiders, who I just with Jimmy G and, and they've got some interesting pieces on offense, but their defense is nothing they special. They still have Devontae Adams. Yup, and I mean, it's not like the Broncos' defense didn't do their thing holding the Raiders seventeen. But like that's again, it's like great defense. That is the Broncos' curse is that they have a yep. great defense and just a bad offense now. And it was all going to be supposed to be Sean Payton's going to come help this team. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sorry, sixteen against the Raiders is pretty unacceptable. That's booty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Raiders' defense is not that good. They got Max Crosby. And that's the, about it. The Broncos will run into a lot. I mean, the Chargers and the Chiefs defense is better than the Raiders. So yep. within division, those are harder defenses for you. And there's going to be a lot of other ones on their schedule issue that will be better than the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So um, not a good start for them. Yep. I'm um, going to spend a really short period of time on this game, even though I meet myself and Roger are Eagles fans. Uh, Patriots lose to the Eagles 20 to 25. Up. Oh, wait, yeah. Patriots. Patriots yeah. Sorry. I thought, I thought you said the Eagles lost. I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yep, Eagles beat Patriots. Um, it was just an ugly game. It's just an ugly game. Eagles like the spread was four and a half. Eagles win by five. Like mm-hmm. barely exa- cover. Like, like whatever. Barely cover. It's kind of what you expected. The weather wasn't it, great. It seems like yeah, weather wasn't great. It seems like a little bit of like the Super Bowl hangover. Of just e- like they just need to get into the gear. Eagles again, also like. looked like a team who didn't play in the preseason, which they yeah. didn't play in the preseason. Um, a little bit concerned about their middle of the field and their linebackers and their safeties, but. We'll see. It'll. It's the Eagles. They'll figure it. And Kobe Dean, new Reed coordinator, Blankenship. new new coordinator. Um, just yeah. they, they got to work out the roster. But a guy I'm really happy for is honestly I didn't think I was be saying it's Mac Jones because his his job has been questioned a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the clown on Alabama because our friend Jacob loves Alabama, but I'm pretty happy that Mac Jones had a good game today because 
for a guy who was a first round draft pick played really well at college i'm just really happy that maybe for one season we don't need to talk about bailey zappy taking his job and maybe we don't have to talk about a guy getting drafted over him so uh, it was a good game from him today so i'm just happy that i don't know i like to give guys a chance in the league also uh zeke looked solid yeah zeke looked like he He had he had seven carries for 29 yards for four yards per carry but also when he he got the ball he looked really good he Mm. looked dynamic he looked really like light and quick on his feet like looked a lot he looked like healthier yeah like like genuinely just like healthier so i'm also happy for him just yeah. kind of being getting buried in Dallas a little mm-hmm. bit goes to a very mature organization. Yeah. Um, the Patriots yeah. are definitely one of the teams that I think you want to see least on week one because yes. you always know they're going to Belichick be- will figure you yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And you like while you don't know your own team, while you're still trying to figure Belichick out. Belichick knows. Yeah. He knows. So um, I'm, I am happy that the Patriots, I mean, not, not Patriots, Eagles got out with a win just because like, yeah. I don't want to be paying the Patriots. You know, they're going to be good in the trenches on O line and D line, just no matter what. They're and going to be perfect on special teams, too. Like, yeah. Well, well yeah. the opposite is right. Like, you have the Bengals in week one who have a bad offensive line, so they can be had in week one when they haven't figured stuff out. Meanwhile, you're never going to just destroy the Patriots because their lines are good mm-hmm. and they'll be prepared for the game. Yeah. So, moving off that game, another game we're not going to spend any time on. Rams Seahawks just <laughs> so strange that they the Rams kind of handled the Seahawks when like the Seahawks had this like low key good season last year and then the Rams were awful and then Cooper Cup's it, not playing in the yeah. game and then I think it's just Matt Stafford is back to full health and yeah. he is a significantly better quarterback than Geno like I look love Geno awesome story Giants legend um, <laughs> <laughs> but Matt Stafford is a better quarterback, and yeah. somehow the Ra- the Rams found another random white receiver to throw to. <laughs> they somehow found him. He had like t- I don't even know his name. It's some rando. Like just you can try to like look up like the leading receiver for yeah. the Rams right now. But he had like ten catches for like a hundred and something yards, no touchdowns. But like he still looked like an animal. Yeah, it's it's Puka N- Nakua. Puka def- Nakua. Yeah. Puka Nakua. Okay, we're probably butchering that, but. Out of BYU, he he looks. Oh, but like, I mean, they have Tutu Atwell has 119 yards receiving. Yeah, Tyler Higby is 49. Van Jeff, I mean, it's just like a all around the board. I think on rushing, you have Kyron Williams, 52 yards, two touch- Cam Akers has 22 carries, 29. Like just like Matt Stafford, 340, 34 yards, no touchdowns, no intercept. Like just, just, just I a, think Sean McVay dialed up a good offensive script, and it just worked. Yeah, and for this, this will be interesting down the line for standings because. Yeah. I don't think the Rams are that good. I think the Seahawks are mid. But what does that look like for the division? Because I, the 49ers probably just run away with it. They, I mean, easily, because Arizona's irrelevant at this point. So. Yeah, so I think that's like, if you're the 49ers, you're like, this is great, because you don't yeah. think the Rams are going to be that good. <laughs> and the now Seahawks they just stole the win away from the Seahawks yeah, exactly. in division. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And the Seahawks were at home. Yeah. So that's all that to say, 49ers had a good day. Yeah, 49ers are very happy today. Yeah. Game of the day. Game of the day, game, definitely. Could be a game of the year for the that, Dolphins Chargers. Dolphins. I feel like it wasn't Dolphins Chargers last year also a really good game. I think so. Yeah. Wait, yeah. no, Dolphins Chargers played last year. They wouldn't have played last year. No, it was the um Dolphins Bills. Something uh, something like that. Anyway, Dolphins take down the Chargers 36 to 34 and just like an expl- offense explosion game. Again, another guy I'm happy for Tua. Like comes back. He's getting these concussions and he's having all these issues from last year. And comes in and just has a great game. Yeah, 466 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. He was 28 for 45. Um, Raheem Mostert. Um, actually, they they really didn't have a run game. I mean, he had like three. It was like 37 yards and a touchdown. 
But player of the day was uh, one Mr. Tyreek Hill with 11 catches for 215 yards and two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill just always has this unreal year where he just like, it just goes off and he's crazy. Yeah, he and was electric. Just, I mean, that's what, listen, that's Mike McDaniel. Um, to a, Offensive guru right like, there, yeah. They can dial up a really dangerous game and I mean, Chargers, Chargers, Chargers had their way. I mean, I'm like, this is should not be a situation where the Chargers feel yeah bad about them. Justin Herbert, 23 for 33, 228 yards, one touchdown. Austin Eckler had 117 rushing yards and a touchdown, plus 47 receiving yards. So he had a combined over 150 yards combined. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen had 76 yards receiving, like nothing too big there. But they they actually had a couple guys. Uh, they had another guy, uh, Joshua. Keeley, oh yeah, that's Joshua Keeley, yeah, it's a new guy. He had 91 rushing yards on a touchdown. I just think what happened is the think, Dolphins were just better today. I think, yeah. I think that I think genuinely, I just think the Dolphins have better weapons. On well, defense. this game would have been different because Brett Maher missed two field goals. That is true. Yep, that changes everything. That is anyways. true. I guess what they would have won the game. Yeah, yeah, it would have been it would have been 40 to 36. But I mean, that's the what it could have should have. So yep. sucks. Um, should be interesting. Poker. <laughs> What's really interesting is for a team like the Chargers. It's just hard to lose these games because the Chiefs are in your division and you don't want to you don't want to play with that wild card game. Win. But also for the Dolphins to start off their win their season with a win against the Chargers on the road mm-hmm. when you're going to have that division with the Bills and the Jets, um, it's a really good really good game from them. So um, electric game. I'm looking forward to watching both of these teams. Down the yeah, genuine like and. Obviously, both defenses kind of were meh, not that great, <laughs> but very fun to watch. But I think I think both their defenses eventually will figure it out. I'm I'm hoping the Chargers defense can figure it out because Chargers have, defense they, is they so, have so many good individual so, players and they just can't put it so, together. So so many good players because they have Joey Bosa, they have Khalil Mack off the edge. Derwin How James, are they not getting stacks? Derwin James in the secondary? Derwin James in the secondary. They got um. They had this other kid on the D line. They, who's they really got good. someone. They got a linebacker from the Vikings, not Anthony Barr. It was the other one, Eric Kendricks. Kendricks. They got Eric Kendricks and they have J C Jackson. He yeah. was he led the league in interceptions like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then it just somehow they can't figure it out. Like who's who is the defensive coach? I think it's I think it's Brandon Staley. It's Brandon Staley. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brandon Staley. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yep. And a really side note is that uh, Kellen Moore's first day as OC of. Um, the Chargers went well. Obviously, they put up thirty-four points. Um, that you you just can't like thirty-four six to thirty-four. Like you hope the kicker makes some kicks, but otherwise you can't like. I can't believe he brought, brought he brought from Cat the Cowboys Brett Maher out. Yeah, who shanked what four field goals in the yeah. playoff game or something? <laughs> Funny little storyline. But looking forward to watching those teams and America's favorite bet this entire offseason <laughs> was Justin Fields MVP. For MVP. And the Bears walked into Lambeau today, got smacked, and got smacked around the entire field on offense and on defense, and they let the Packers. Oh wait, did you say that they were in Lambeau? They were they were in Chicago. They were, oh, they were, they were in worse. Chicago. That's even worse. They were in Chicago. The Packers walked into <laughs> yeah. Chicago with the the 2024 league MVP, MVP and whooped them 38 to 20. And that game wasn't that close. Nope. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, all hand shaking hands, so owning. Yeah, I the believe. Bears. Okay, it's gonna take a. It's gonna take one more game. It's gonna take one more game. But I do believe that if Jordan Love has another good game against the Bears, I think the transfer of ownership papers need to be handed over from Aaron Rodgers to. The Jordan only thing I'll Love. say is Jordan Love 
had like a 60% completion. It was not a great game from him. But he had 245 yards and three mm, touchdowns. Yes, I will say. Yeah, I think he had a good game. <laughs> yeah. But I will not, like, it wasn't like he was but, the and, most uh, efficient he could have been. Wasn't that his first start, too? It was like the first Should've time he actually, yeah, yeah. Like, it was his first, like, true start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the parts that was very good to see was uh, the Packers run game was finally there. Yep. I don't know where this has been for the past 20 years with Aaron Rodgers, but apparently they decided now's the time. Oh, wait, Sean Clifford went in? <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, so they they had like a running back by committee. They had uh, Aaron Jones, um, Patrick Taylor Jr. No idea who that is. Probably just some new guy. Uh, AJ Dillon is just the quad father. He's an absolute monster between. I the just trenches. don't understand how his quads are that big. Like he Trend. obviously he gets like the dirty yards that nobody wants to get. It's like it's like the third and twos where they just stack the defensive line and he yep. just bulldozes them. Um, but yeah, Aaron Jones. I think he had over 100 total yards because he had some good receptions and it's, oh, he had two touchdowns today. Jesus, I think he had a 50. He had a 50 yard reception today. Yeah, that went um, for a touchdown or. Romeo Dobbs, uh, second-year receiver, looked good. Uh, Luke Musgrave, he was the dude out of somewhere. He was a rookie. He looks very good. <laughs> Claypool woke up feeling dangerous. Zero reception, zero yards. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's on the Bears' side. I tried not Musgrave's to. Musgrave's from Oregon State. <laughs> Oregon State, yeah. He was, a, he was a very solid tight end. I remember that. Um, and, I mean, all this to say, Christian Watson didn't play today. No, yeah. he's out. And yeah. that, that is their best receiver. Mm-hmm. So... Good on the Packers. I mean, that puts you in a decent spot to say, hey, maybe we can challenge the Lions this year. Um, Bears shouldn't I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't press the panic button if I'm the Bears. They're just young. But I just would say that for all the little hype you got in yeah, the offseason, that's and, rough. Uh, Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields didn't have a bad game. 34, 30, 24, 37, 28, 216 yards, touchdown interception. Obviously, he rushed the ball like he usually does. He's got 59 rushing. So he had a total of like 270 total yards, something mm-hmm. like that. But it's a, definitely a situation where they need to figure out their offense. You want to feel like Justin Fields is commanding the offense a little bit more. Yep. And you just, I mean, listen, the clock is, I'm not going to say the clock is ticking on Justin Fields' time in Chicago, but like people will grow impatient. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, especially with Chicago. Like they, this is a third year quarterback now. This is not. Yeah, this okay. isn't. Oh, we gotta treat him like he's a baby. It's like no, yeah. he's been this there for a minute. This like, isn't Anthony Rich. This is not Anthony no, Richardson. This is very different. This is he's a lot older now. He's been in the league for a little bit, so um, he has to have the year. And for all the MVP hype he was getting, you just want to see him come up, live up to it a little bit. But mm. Justin Fields, I believe in you. I don't. I don't think I do either. But well, you know what? We okay. You might not believe, but we hope yes. that he ends up being good. Yeah, we do hope that he, we hope everybody ends up being amazing. We. We know we don't bet against them. We don't prey on their downfall. He might. We as an organization do not. But (laughs) the Coconut Curry podcast, the Coconut Curry podcast does not prey on players downfalls, nor do we wish anything bad upon them. But we do. Raj might. Raj as an individual might. But and we do understand (laughs) the fact that we are also realistic and people do just suck ass. But there's two of us, (laughs) Peter and I combined overrule Raj. Yes. Justin Fields. It's the two thirds majority. Um, moving to the future games, I guess the current game right now, Cowboys. Uh, can Giants. you pull up the score? Yeah. Just, I mean, the Giants are getting mauled. 26 0 by the Cowboys. It's 26 yeah, 0. Uh, so, look. The biggest thing I'll say before you get yeah, to, to you, who's our resident Giants fan, is you. I don't really think you can draw any conclusions from a game of this type. Like, obviously, you can draw the conclusion that the Cowboys are better, but I think we knew that before, going, before getting into the game. But when you have a blowout like 26 0 in the first half, I can't draw any conclusions unless, of course, the Giants have a really good second half and can make some yeah, inroads. Somehow. I mean, again, they're not going to probably win the game, but from the Giants in the second half, you want to see them move the ball a little bit and then challenge the Giants, I mean, the Cowboys defense and make some stops. And 
you just can't there's only so much you can take from a game like this especially like two special teams errors uh pick six it was a pick six i think it was like a pick six off of like a off of like a tips pass or it might have been a fumble like one of the two yeah i forget what but it was like off of i think it was off of saquon's hands or something but it's like it currently 14 strange points were scored yeah exactly and there was also like there was like i think one of them was like an interception that i think hit the ground but they didn't review yeah i I think they should have challenged i obviously didn't i watched it for like five seconds there so i didn't actually get a good look but um, I knew the Giants were going to lose this game. This is such a Giants loss. Uh, <laughs> having like a deep, finally having a good season, going in against the Cowboys, we're at home. It's going to be a blowout. They are going to blow it. It is so so. It is such a Giants move. Yep. Because they they cannot win in the, like because well, the issue is that like our division is so it's a bloodbath. Like it is an absolute bloodbath this year because the Cowboys. I hate to say it, they're always good. Like they're never gonna win, in, they're never gonna go anywhere with it. But they're, they're never good. gonna get to the Super Bowl. No, the they're just, game. but they're just good. Yep. like they're just a good team. Like you don't want to play the Cowboys because, like, and of course now that they got Micah Parsons, who arguably could be the defensive player of the year this year if he actually. So won. glad he's not playing linebacker anymore. <laughs> oh my god, he is. Like, yeah, they switched him to full edge rusher now, and well, not even edge rusher now. They just put him a defensive line, and he's just a monster. Yeah. There. Um, the Giants are very young, very very young offense. Um, defense actually has looked okay so far in the game. Um, they've given up some PI, which, you know, they have two rookie corners. They have TT. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> um, they've given up a lot of pass interference. Um, not, not a lot. I think I've seen two, one by, uh, Deontay Banks and one by Trey Hawkins, both rookie corners. Um, they also have, uh, a, another young safety that they're working in. Um, they have, they have Bobby Okariki from, uh, or I think it's Okariki actually. Uh, from the Colts first year here. He looks very good, but again, young. Uh, Micah McFadden, their linebacker, second year, young. Um, yeah, the Tony Pollard just ran for a billion yards there. Um, a lot of guys that have just come over that we signed in like one or two year deals or something like that. It's like it's a very, very, very young team. Like I cannot stress this enough. And I I knew going into this game they were gonna lose. Period. End of story. But I think that this is honestly good because they're gonna get punched in the mouth. All right, you're going to lose. You need to understand that like you're not just going to be able to say, oh, well, we're all this, we're all that. You got to beat the best to be the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys are one of the best teams in the league. As much as I hate to say it, they are. They're not going to do anything with it again. They're not going anywhere, but they are one of the best teams in the league. And to they'll, get win pun- the regu- they'll win the regular season. They'll yeah. win the regular season. And to get punched in the mouth like this, it's like, damn, I hate this. Let's never do this again. And guess who we're going to play next week? Arizona perfect team <laughs> to take your anger out on so this is exactly what I hope they do um I'm not the Giants pers- the Giants spread in the Cardinals games free yeah <laughs> hammer the please don't take this gambling advice I don't gamble at all I do I it's a know. good bet um but yeah it's I think it's it's just a rough look for, it's a really rough look to lose at home like this but I knew they were going to do it because it's such a Giants way to lose um but to get sh- I they won't get shut out I know they won't they'll eventually they'll figure something out Bro, it's literally the beginning of the second. They're half. not gonna. They're not gonna get shut. They're out. not gonna get shut out. I they, mean, you better they, go they, for it on every fourth well, down. I mean, the Giants should have six points. They should yeah. have six points. Yeah, exactly. And like Daniel Jones looks terrible right now. But again, it's downpouring, and two is one pick is off of somebody's hands. And Daniel Jones also can't hold on to the ball as it is. So within yeah. the rain, it's not like he's well. He only had six fumbles last year, 
and of course it's this is an absolute torrential downpour apparently yeah. well and, not like, anymore it's well, gone now. yeah now it's gone but of course like at the beginning of the game it's like he was having like turf stuck to his face offensive guards are terrible um uh that's going to be 110 percent who we're going to draft next year um oh oh balls out uh, you, weren't you just saying how it was it wasn't pouring anymore he just fumbled the ball <laughs> it, doesn't <look> like, <laughs> it doesn't look like it's raining anymore it doesn't look like it's raining but yeah uh giants young team a lot of potential i think it's a good thing they got punched in the mouth at first because you know you got to understand that you got to come back from this and yep. you got to keep fighting and i think they are showing a lot of fight right now i mean hell um bobby okariki just punched the ball out from tony pollard they didn't recover it but still it's like you got to be fighting it doesn't matter what the mm-hmm. score is you just keep fighting um can't wait till both of our guards yeah. are gone at the end of the year get rid of them <laughs> draft new ones yep. so you'll be seeing this probably on tuesday or wednesday a couple of days after bill's jets games my only preface for the Bills Jets game will be there will be nothing I see during that game that surprises that, me. That will surprise. If the Bills came out and destroyed the Jets, I wouldn't be shocked. If it was a game of the year type of game, I would not be shocked. And if the Jets came out and destroyed the Bills, I would not be shocked. No. I don't know what to expect. I'm not going to draw any conclusions from that game the because only, I don't know what to think. The only score that would surprise me if it was just genuinely a bad offensive game. Mm. Yeah. The only takeaway I'll get is if Josh Allen goes out there and him and Stefan Diggs aren't on a good page, and Josh throws some interceptions and has some fumbles, that's the only time I might be like, oh no, could this be a really rough year for the Josh Allen-Stefan Diggs combo? Yep. Besides that, there's nothing I'm drawing from this game. Jets are a new team. Mm-hmm. Bills have been good in the past, so yep. I don't want to spend too much time on that game. Now we're going to move into a little bit of overreaction, underreaction. We're each going to go through an overreaction we have from week one. Again, overreaction doesn't mean we necessarily completely think this way and then an underreaction where I'm not mm-hmm. concerned. So we'll go around and do overreaction first. Peter, what is your overreaction for the week? Overreaction is the Chiefs. They're terrible. They're washed. They they don't have anybody. I'm kidding. But but genuinely, like the overreaction is like, if the Chiefs don't figure out their receiver situation, they are not going to be as good, period. Yeah. Because look, Travis Kelsey is probably going to go down as, you can look at it as the greatest tight end of all time. Personally, I think there is more to the, to a tight end position than just catching but i think receiving wise he is hands down bar none the greatest receiving tight end of all time that, that there is no debate there personally gronk's better blocker and overall player but whatever but that's one guy and when your number two options Kadarius tony number three options sky Moore. yep <laughs> and they had they combined for like five drops alone you're not gonna win games yeah and their run game is fine but that's, again, not going to win you But it's games. not like they got dogs back there. No, it's like they have Jared McKinnon, and then they had Isaiah Pacheco. Well, Isaiah Pacheco is a dog. He's a, he's a dog, but he's not like the dog. Yeah, he's like he's like kind of one of those. He's like an Australian shepherd where they have, they're like very, very, a lot of bark, and they like fight like cows and yeah. stuff. But like they can get thrown. But has Pacheco ever really have 100, game, like 100 yards rushing? I don't think so. No. He's a very angry runner, though. He yeah. gets yeah. the yards. He he is exactly the type of running back the Chiefs need mm-hmm. when they have offensive weapons on the outside. And Which they, is not what they have. They don't have that anymore. <laughs> because I think someone that was really underrated for them was Juju Smith-Schuster. He's on the Patriots now. And he was... Even a, MVS was really big in the Super Bowl. MVS, and again... I think MBS was playing today or not today. He was playing on Thursday, but again, it's like when you only have one option and you can just throw two people on MVS, MVS is kind of going to get locked down. He's good. He's not that good though. And I think Juju was a great like third down option. He was a very, he's always been a very reliable receiver where like you throw it to him. He's going to catch it. 
Like well, it was today too. He had a few catches during the Eagles Patriots game. That exactly. Mm. But then, and oh God, yeah. I think personally, I think the Chiefs just need to cut Kadarius Tony right now. He's a cancer. He already deleted his Twitter because he was too busy <laughs> typing on Twitter on his burner account and yelling at Giants fans who were like twelve years old, <laughs> calling him stupid. Yeah. And, he, and he was trying to flex on him, and no one cared. But whatever. He's a weirdo. Yeah. But yeah, overreaction, I, overreaction is the Chiefs 100. Yeah, I think they need to. This could get bad. Uh, of course, I, it's the Chiefs. I think the big so. interesting overreaction is what if they're not good enough to win a division and they don't have home field advantage through the playoffs and they're That's on the fair. road every game. Yeah, they're not an Arrowhead mm-hmm. like because Arrowhead is a big home field advantage and they mm-hmm. lost to the Detroit Lions. Yep, yep. Raj, what's your overreaction for the week? No, I don't really. I okay, it's. I don't know if it's. I don't want this to sound like a hot take, but I don't know. I'm trying or, to make this. It's the overreaction. It, 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 it's the overreaction. hot takes, right? Yes. Okay, I'm just making hot sure. take overreaction. Like I wouldn't call it a hot take. I'm not. You're yeah, not yeah. making a take on yeah. anything. No, here. it's just generally. Like, what are you overreacting to? Like, what do you think could be like? Oh, this could be something really important in the future. I think this game for the Steelers proved nothing. I think what yeah. I think this game was just a fluke game. That's not an overreaction. That's an underreaction. Oh shit. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Sam Howell is him. Okay, so Raj has no overreaction. Uh, okay, no so over- he didn't have know. a take today. Yeah. Um, anyway. We'll be back to him next week. Yeah. Um, my overreaction, on the other hand, is the Steelers. Um, I think when you are getting all this attention about potentially being a sleeper team, Mike Tomlin doesn't – you always are – always winning record, um, never had a losing season, all this kind of stuff. Kenny Pickett, oh, he's going to be in his second year, and you come out and you drop a goose egg at home. And you've got the Bengals in your division. Because now the Steelers are down 0-1 in the division. They've lost the game. You've got the Bengals who... It's going to sound a little complicated. The Ravens won. They're going to be good. They're going to be in the fight. Yep. Now the Bengals are 0-1. And, and the best case for the Steelers was that the Bengals were going to be really good. Like 17-0. And then you would get the wild card spot yep. in there. Yep. But now you're going to have to play a Bengals team who's going to be more in the mix for the wild card spot, maybe yep. not the division lead. And I think that's really scary for the Steelers. Um, their quarterback didn't look great today. That concerns me. Yeah. And you're going to have a lot of tough interdivision games. Like it's likely you could go 0 and 2 against the Bengals. You're mm-hmm. going to play some tough Raven games. I think you really wanted to have a strong start to the season with Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. And now you've got to go into some other games. I don't know how hard their schedule is. Maybe it'll work out for them. But my overreaction is, the Steelers had their first losing season with Mike Tomlin and that was kind suck. of scratching yeah. their head about what to do with the whole yeah. offense, the whole, especially second year, Matt Canada, Kenny Pickett. Um, that'll yep. be my overreaction. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that's Rogers underreaction. Do you want to say why you're underreacting to the Steelers big loss? I think, I mean, your first game, I mean, you, they did play in the preseason. Kenny looked good. And, you know, the analysts were like, oh, it's Perfect passer rating yeah. in the preseason. <laughs> exactly. They won the preseason. Yeah. Congrats. The Ravens do that every season. But, yeah. Um, Finally snapped right. the streak. <laughs> Sam Howell's him. <laughs> but what I think is it's like with the Steelers, you're put up against the best defense in the NFL. And they pro- probably have, what, a top three offense, too? Uh, from what it looks like so far, they might. Yeah, when if that is your first game of the season, obviously. Uh, sorry, I forgot. We completely forgot to. We glossed over the fact that Brandon Ayuk might have finally broken out after his like oh, yeah. year of saying that people he's going to break out. He yeah, actually might this year. Sorry, continue. I know, but still, I think this game, like, I mean, yeah, it's like the punch in the mouth kind of a- analogy. Yeah. Like, yeah. they the Steelers needed to be humbled a little bit. 
I, I they'll figure out what's going wrong with them. And who are they? Who are they playing next week? Oh, Same one now. Types of I like how I said all check. Are we all of yeah, yeah, all those for it? Uh, <laughs> ooh, I, Browns. Uh, I yeah, mean, but here, here's what I'll say, and that's part of my overreaction. If the Steelers lose to the Browns and the Browns are two and zero, and you're gonna have to play with the Bengals and Ravens, I think you are. And the, fortunately, the Ravens, Ravens and Bengals play each other, but that's the, that's my overreaction. Just, mm-hmm. I just think it's a really tough, really tough loss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go into unreactions now. Yep. All right. Underreaction, Bengals. Yeah. They look, Joe Burrow basically didn't play for the past two weeks because he had like a it was like a hamstring, hamstring thing. Yeah. yeah, it was like a hamstring thing. He just got paid two hundred and seventy million dollars guaranteed. Um the weather was awful. Awful out there. And what is their big thing that they like to do? Pass the ball. <laughs> and what can't you do when it's pouring? Pass the ball. What can so, Nick Chubb do it when it's pouring? Run, run the ball. ball. <laughs> yeah, that was a very, that was a, again, that's just one of those divisional games that's like, look, it's the AFC North. They are the, they are the like street rat division. Yeah. Like they, it doesn't matter what record they are. They will fight each other to the death. And no matter how good or how bad some team is, it's going to be a close game. It's very, very rare for one of those games to really get out of hand. And I think it was just very obvious that like they just had a lot of like the Bengals had a lot of rust. They needed to figure also, some, some stuff. The Bengals out. were terrible to start last year too. They were and they, they were, were terrible. The and they, then they lost to the Steelers game one. They lost to the Steelers game one. Everybody likes to ignore that the Steelers were bad. And then somehow it's like there's that hilarious picture of Jamar Chase like flipping off Minka Fitzpatrick, <laughs> and then Minka Fitzpatrick blocks the extra point and wins the game yeah. basically. So yeah, it's it's just one it's one of those games. Yep. It's the AFC North. Don't read into it too much. They'll figure it out. It's the Bengals. Yep. They will figure it out. They have too, They have way too much in offense to not figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I think I mean, worst case scenario, you're looking at a wild card spot. Which, the playoffs. oh no. Yeah. Like, you'll still make it. Yeah. My big re- underreaction, and maybe it's not like a crazy, like I'm underreacting, is I could be less concerned about the Vikings. Um, yeah. I was not impressed by the Bears. I was not impressed by the Lions and the Packers. I don't, I'm not going to take too many conclusions away from that game. So I think the Vikings are absolutely fine if you don't have two fumbles you win the game yeah um i mean they're probably going to go zero and two because they're playing the eagles next week but after that i think you can string some wins together division game they think you'll win the division yeah um i just could i'm just not concerned about the vikings i actually thought their offense looked really good today um aside from those turnovers with kirk so yeah and a lot of those it's like those will get cleaned up pretty quick like that's that's literally just like hey kirk can you make sure that your hand is actually just on this guy's nuts (laughs) to make sure you get the ball yep like that's just like whatever so could not be concerned about the Vikings. Um, and for what it's worth, they held the Bucks to 20 points today, which is better than they were held, holding teams at the end of last year. So mm-hmm. could not be concerned about the Vikings. No. So those are our over under reactions. We'll see how they hold up throughout the year. Yep. Um, a little segment of Raj's betting corner. Raj, did you have anything that you want to say? We will preface. We are all 21 years of yes. age. We are betting in the state of Pennsylvania. Do not take any of our advice. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. These are just our opinions and something we do for fun. We do not bet yes. with big money. We bet with small amounts of money. It's just have some fun and make games more interesting. Don't gamble with money you don't have. Exactly. But one of my parlays, so my cousin has this AI thing that he uses for sports betting. Oh We're already starting with AI. Bro, Like, what are we doing? And basically... What the computer said oh, was, Paul, you could not have said a worse start. Yeah, I know. yeah. So you okay? First of all, this isn't you looking this up. This your is cousin. your cousin 
who is talking to an AI, AI to tell you what to bet. And I made the bet. And we just said how you should bet smart. Yeah. And I made the bet. And it was a smart bet up until, you know, the Colts decided not to cover this spread towards the end of the game. Ah, that and that honestly, that could have easily happened if Anthony Richardson doesn't go down there. I think he just like barrels his way into the like, end zone. It, sh- if Richardson didn't get hurt, this bet would have cashed, which was yeah. Colts plus four, Bucks plus four, Browns plus one. What was the uh, what was this like line on that? Uh, it was plus five seventy five. Okay, yeah, this is parlay. Yeah. yeah, so that was that. Honestly, this may be my the smartest bets I ever make, and that's saying something. Yeah, because you used an AI exactly. But I mean, Jokovic, he was going to win anyways. Oh, d- tennis, oh tennis. Yeah. Wow, we yeah. just, wow, we just really Full flipped NFL the script. Pod and you just like <laughs> you just jumped into tennis real quick. Yeah, coconut curry pod loves tennis. Yeah, we love tennis here. Well, then, actually, uh, who just won the women's Coco Golf? Oh yeah, she was electric. Yeah. Oh my god. And then let's see, my college football parlay plus two two thousand eight hundred ninety. Only one leg didn't hit. Yeah, that what that was the worst loss. Thank you, yeah. Wisconsin. That one was terrible because Raj loves his like ten to fifteen leg parlays. Put down fifty cents. Put down fifty cents to win five thousand or something like that. Yeah, something and dumb. Of course, it's always one team that decides. Just you know what? This week, I don't want to play. And Wisconsin, you are that team. You are Raj's. I love. I love when it's like a big, like when all like everything hits, and it's just like all the people that are like underdogs, and then the big favorite loses, and like. You're kidding me. Because exactly. happened, it's happened when I was betting the Women's World Cup uh, oh during the God. World Cup, and I bet Canada to win their game, no. and they lost to like some scrubs in the first round, the first game. And I was like, out of all teams to lose, it was Canada. Like they, yeah. they're the ones who screwed me over. But, so who's playing Thursday night football this week? Thursday night. It's football the Eagles Vikings. Eagles Vikings. Yeah. Okay, I think a solid lay would be Eagles are going to win the game. So I'd bet Eagles might win. Not advice. I'm just saying what I would personally bet. Please don't follow my betting advice. I'm not that good at this. But I would go Eagles money line. I would go the over... Wait, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so these yeah. are the week two games. So you got uh, Vikings, Eagles. Uh, do not bet Dude, on... avoid any AFC North matchups. Any, they can go any, either way. Any rivalry games, just don't bet on it. It's always so weird. Uh, except for anything against the Giants in division, bet against them. Yes. I actually, uh, I don't know what the line is. I'd like to see it, but I think an interesting line to fade is the 49ers and Rams. 49ers are going to the Rams after a big win. Uh, if that line is pretty big, if you're getting mm-hmm. like seven and a half or something like that, I think you could mm-hmm. you could take the Rams yeah. um, in that game. Uh, what about some futures that you like? Like I really, after today, I really like Tyreek Hill for offensive player of the year. I think that it's could a, be a good one. That's really a interesting play. Uh, DeMar um, Hamlin, comeback player of the year. That's free. It is. That's literally free. The odds are minus eight hundred for him right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wait, we got two. Wait. The, What's up? We got Browns, Steelers, and oh, we got a double AFC North matchup. Yeah, yeah it's the double AFC North. I think a uh, lot of. Oh my god, there's a lot of rivalries. Char- uh, Chargers, Titans. I think that could be a game where you can. I would the take Chargers. Chargers money line, and I would take Austin Eckler anytime touchdown. Anytime touchdown, maybe the, maybe uh, even a Keenan Allen anytime touchdown. With the over on Herbert passing yards, yeah. Uh, for the for the Eagles Vikings game going on, that I like the Eagles just money line. I wouldn't bet any yeah. spread, and then I really like the AJ Brown over on receiving yards. He had a tough game today. The Vikings secondary is not. I good. would I would honestly throw in Devontae Smith over on like receptions too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and for the uh, Commanders Broncos, just take the under. It's yeah, not going to be a high scoring game. <laughs> just take the under, please. I wonder God. what the um. What, I can look at it. What yeah, the what over the, under is for that Yeah, what game. the line is. I, uh, real quick. There's, it can't be that high. I don't think they published it yet, did they? No. Oh, I they would They would have, yeah. Yeah, all right. Those, they, those books open as soon as 
that over under might have been available before the week came up. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The yeah. game's already decided. I'll I'll go look it up. You're yeah. right. We may sleep, but gambling never does. Yeah, <laughs> we love Vegas, right? Boy, do we love them. Um, but yeah, oh, I got it. Please, um, it is yeah. Commanders Broncos. Those are both good slow? defenses with bad offenses. Hammer the under. Commanders Broncos. Of course, I'm I'm gonna say that now, and then they are gonna just somehow pop. I can't off. see it. Commanders Broncos. I found it. The over under is forty. Oh my god, that's yeah. terrible! So Holy, they're giving, Den- they're giving Denver favored by three and a half. Which number one? I love the Commanders plus three and a half. Wait, they're get- wait. You're getting what? a full field goal on the oh Commanders in a low scoring yeah, game. Commanders. Actually, oh, would both teams score under twenty? Oh, we got Saints Patriots. That, that's too. like a crazy. Like that's a crazy yes. line. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't know it was that low. I thought it was going to be like at least like thirty. Ooh, we have Chiefs. Real okay. Hold on, real quick. I just want to mention. I didn't expect to get this deep into the betting corner. Um, Miami and Patriots are forty-five and a half. Hammer the over. Oh my god! Yeah. After the Patriots put up like twenty so on the Eagles defense today, and the and the Dolphins had a light show against. Yeah. Against the, the Chargers, Chargers. hammer the I'm gonna like Christian Gonzalez versus Tyreek. Wow, we got yeah. some low score, like 42 and a half, 40 and a half. Well, I mean, There's... well, think about how bad the games were. Like, yeah, there, it was a very low score. Besides, obviously, like, the random. Besides the Chargers and Miami and the ass whooping in MetLife. Mm-hmm. Very low scoring games. Today. Yeah, I actually like a lot of these overs. I think maybe Manjax there's some overreaction scores. to some of the games, but. Mm-hmm. I might say I might like the commanders and I still yeah, might commanders like commanders and, and genuinely with with a line at 40, you might have to take the over. Yeah. <laughs> like just that, that is so but it does give you pause where you're yeah. like, well, because I guess there were, there were two games today that the were Broncos sad. barely score over 18. So it's like, how do you because who do the Broncos play again today? The Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. They're going to score like two points. Yeah. <laughs> Never the, the commander's defense is way better than the Raiders. Oh, yeah. They gave them a 425 slot, too. They gave him a good or oh my god. They gave him an actual decent slot. Good Lord. Sam Howell's the truth, guys. No, he's not. Commander's winning the NFC. Look, East. I think he, I think he's fine. I, I think he's just like aggressively fine. See how I didn't say aggressively yep. fine? Because that's, <laughs> yep. that, that's our crush we've been using. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um that'll end the betting corner again. Just a reminder, don't take our bets. Um <laughs> trust me, don't, don't take advice. Don't. <laughs> you don't have don't bet money you don't have. One eight hundred gambler if you have a problem. We are all twenty one and betting in the state of Pennsylvania. Um That'll be it for the episode. We thank you all for watching and welcome to our new podcast, Coconut Prairie Podcast. We'll be having a lot of Did new Did you things. say Coconut Prairie again? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Coconut Curry. I can't talk sometimes. Repeat after Curry Podcast. Um, Do not. We'll be ha- Repeat after Pause. Um, <laughs> we will have a lot of new things coming in due time as we get a little bit more comfortable with the podcast setup. More frequent upload- uploads will be here maybe twice a week. Um, definitely weekly from here on out as we got adjusted to our new semester at college. Um, please, if you're new around here, like, comment, subscribe. We really appreciate it. And otherwise, we'll see you during week two. Breakdown of the NFL. Nothing but pain as a Giants fan. Go Birds. I love my life. <laughs> <laughs>